space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of Starship Enterprise. It's five-year mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life, a new civilization, to boldly go where no man has gone before. Greetings, salutations, and welcome to Retrek. I'm Captain Jim, and with me, of course, is Admiral Elliot. Hi there. And joining us for this episode is Dr. Squee. Pleased to be here, gents. Yeah, exactly. We're glad to have you back. And it's uh Yeah, welcome back. It's a good one. We've got a lot to talk about this week. Because literally oh, no, no, Jim, Jim, Jim. Like just just rocking out to that theme tune as I always do whenever I'm on the show. But um can't help but notice last time I was on I was in the credits. What happened? Well that was because that one that one says the special. <laughs> that was an anniversary episode. special. Oh, okay, okay. okay yeah, so you, you've got to wait another hundred before we wheel that one out again. That's fair, that's fair. So we um yeah, last week we recorded our episode and we had a bit of Trek news to talk about. And then literally the minute we came off broadcasting, I messaged Elliot and said the Picard second trailer's dropped and it was unbelievable. Literally the minute after. So we're doing a special <laughs> catch-up episode to talk about the Picard trailer, any other stuff that's come to light recently, and just to generally goof around a little bit. So apologies for those of you who were expecting the next in our Dominion War episodes. We will get back to that next time. But uh, we wanted to talk about Picard today. So first of all, though, Elliot, you said you had some other news. Well, it's actually Picard because it's um, Akiba Goldsman did an interview last week. Was it last week? Uh, and he dropped a couple of little uh, tidbits. And the first one was that there's going to be a new human crew member on board the um, oh, what's the ship's name? Sorry, the Lasarena. Name Sariana, Lasarena. So, but it's going to be the someone Macarena. from Picard's past. Ooh, someone so, from Picard's past. So, so we've got to be thinking of human legacy characters. So, I'm hope I know that there's been lots of speculation about Geordi coming back because of all tweets. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. All the pictures he's done with uh, Freaks and Spiner. But wouldn't it be nice if we got Beverly come back? Yes, and we can find out what happened between them. If if they did get married in the divorce, like you showed us in all good things. Yeah, well. And, I'm wondering, and we'll get onto this when we, we break down the trailers, but I'm thinking maybe that with the theme of the season being the roads not taken, I'm thinking that'd be a perfect time to explore what might or might not have happened with Beverly, but we shall I'm find out. Yeah. You know, if, if we're going Q coming back and we're going deep cuts as opposed to the obvious you know, uh, main crew members from the next generation, Bash... Maybe it's a good time to bring Vash back, who did indeed go off with Q originally. Yeah, she yeah. did. Vash should be interesting. I wonder, maybe, will it be too too deep a cut for some people? She's only been in three episodes, so... But Man, then, after the first no. three of the we need the deep cuts, fan love. No, true, yeah. yeah. I, I wouldn't be unhappy with it, but if this... I said, wouldn't, to see... See if they still had a spark. Yeah, I mean, if they've said it's someone from Picard's past, now, it'll be slightly disappointing, but it doesn't mean that it's somebody that we have seen before. It could be, you know, somebody maybe that Picard's alluded to or, you know, a character that he knew before we yeah. met him. I don't know. It'd be very disappointing to tease it like that and then do yeah. that. Yeah. And to me, like the first series, like they missed so many opportunities for fan service, so many opportunities to make us feel that love we felt for Next Generation and to remind us of like the feel of that era. Like I know it's so many years later, I get that. But like when you're watching a sequel show, you want to feel like it's a sequel to the original. Yeah. And they missed yeah. them up so many times. If they do that to us again, they go, oh, it's someone's from Picard's past. Oh, it's his maid, which he used to have in France, which we never met. Oh, bloody brilliant. Say do that to us yeah. again. I will not be happy. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> but you never know. So what else can You I... never know. Yeah. Um, and he also dropped another sort of subtle hint and it was addressing a complaint that they had about at the end of the season one when we had the um, Federation fleet turn up. Yeah. And a lot of people asked, why didn't we get the Enterprise? 
It is, basically, it is basically said that we didn't get the Enterprise there because that was literally a one-shot throwaway of, of Federation <laughs> ships. And when they do, and when they do the Enterprise, they, go, they want to do it properly. And also, like, let's face it, they had to get that Armada, whoever was in the vicinity. It was a load of ships. But if the Enterprise happened to be the other side of the Alpha Quadrant, so be it. You know, there's there's plot reasons why you can get away with it not being yeah. there. Yeah, as true. Much as we want but, to yeah, but. But he also said that when they do the Enterprise, they want to do it properly. They don't want it to yeah. just be one shot. It turns up with an Amada, and then it's done with. They, they want to show it properly. And whether or not it'll be the E or the F or the G is all up in the <laughs> air. I mean, but... like, squeeze. I, want, t- the, I t- want the Enterprise to hit me in the G spot. <laughs> well, I take your point, Squeeze. Well, when we get in, you know... I have actually got a theory which Enterprise we, could, we might be seeing. So I take your point, Squee, that, you know, the Enterprise might not have been the Quadrant, but as we know from the movies, whenever there's an emergency, the Enterprise is literally the only ship in the Quadrant, so it's quite hard to believe that this yeah, is the one Yeah, and it's side. always the closest ship. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Except for this one time. It exactly, this one time. <laughs> yeah. One time. I mean, that's quite exciting. I think that does heavily hint that we'll get the Enterprise in some capacity, which would be very nice. Yes. Plus, I also love the idea that, like, um, if it is Vash is the legacy person that we bring back in, like, she becomes comes aboard uh, the whatever the fuck the ship's called. I'm sorry, I, it's just not memorable. But, like, they come aboard, she comes aboard the ship, she's like, oh, Picard, I've come here to, you know, pick up where we left off so many years ago. Oh, I love you, Vash. Then something, oh, Q, for God's sake, not again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then she runs off with you again. <laughs> and, uh, I am pretty pissed off with this. I hope it's not someone rubbish like Damon Bock. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> I'd take Damon Bock. I would. I would take. Well, Damon Patrick Stewart. Well, does... he, has, he has said it's going to be a human. A human. Oh, so... okay. So it's not Damon Bock. Then we can live with that. And you know, not not being horrible to the character of Picard, but all his family are dead, so it's not anybody, you know, and I didn't do that, the Generations writers did that. Yeah. Um, so it can't be any of them. Um, that was actually uh, Patrick Stewart who did that. Was it? Yeah, it was just meant to be his uh, brother, and he suggested that you make it his entire family, so it's massively devastating to him yeah. that he's lost. Fair enough, then. Lost them, oh, sort the future nice. of his family going forward. Yeah, like, I really don't like that actor who played my nephew. Don't get him back. <laughs> I don't yeah, want to see him. That little shit's not coming back. Kill him off now. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> like the impression he did of me in that Rascals episode. <laughs> <laughs> Do not let him on my set. Um, anything else yeah, from the... and kill the wife too. What did she do? I don't know. Just no, kill her were... bunch of. I'm just pissed like, off with a lot of them. It's like, it's like a lot of this stuff. Like A lot of them are just going... We up to episode so and so in production and all that, so they're not giving away a lot. Right. But interview wise, that's actually quite a lot compared yeah, to what's come one. out recently. Definitely. So shall we crack on with having a look at the trailers then and seeing what we think of these? So for those of you watching on the live stream, the we this is our first attempt at running a trailer. So if it all goes wrong. Yeah, and- it's not our um, for fault. copyright reasons. We've had to remove the sound from them. Yes, we don't want to get sued by <laughs> the great Paramount Plus machine. So those who are those just listening will just hear us talking about the trailer. Yeah, exactly. But which is you know that's those not... those watching can watch it with us. Yeah. And, so and if anyone, if if they've developed any system of uh, video copyright, then these are just a collection of images which yep. might resemble. <laughs> Yeah, possibly. I mean, if anything, they should thank us because it's advertising and we're putting more advertising out there. So let's have a look then. So the first one we're going to take a look at is the first trailer we got for Picard. So this is from a while ago. So we got Chateau. They obviously invested heavily in that location because we're back there. Yeah. And Clock. it's his ready room now. Yes, true. So we got a clock. We know it's going to be about time. The Enterprise, the Com Badge. Oh, Paradise Lost. We'll talk about that in a second. The Stargazer. Stargazer. Which was in his office. And wasn't that in 
his little room that he went to in season one. Don't know, but this is what I want to see more of, though. This is the kind of fan love, like, just in every shot, there's something we go, oh, that, oh, yeah. that, oh, that thing. Yeah. And then we've got the motif of the card again, which we had in the last, well, it was in the dream at the start of season one. But this time it's been made into Q. So they're emphasising the Q on it, whereas before it was it was just a handful of cards, queens, and we did make the link at the time, didn't we? We said, you know, the fact yeah, that it's a the, queen like, could be the Borg queen, but the letter well, Q... Well, we it, it, it's the five lights, um, the queen for the Borg, Q, the heart, because he had his heart, he lost his heart. Oh, of course, yeah. Ah, I didn't even think about that one. And I just want to pause it there as well, because this is possibly the weirdest thing in the trailer. The tablet that you see on the table there is the same tablet that Cisco smashed up in uh, The Reckoning, I think. Was it The Reckoning? Or yeah. Or was it one before The Reckoning? Was it the one where he built the city? Where he went looking for the city? No, I think it's the, the reckoning. The reckoning. It's where the, it's where the archaeologist on Bejar had found the tablet. Yeah. And it mentions the emissary. And he just he took it back to the station <coughs> to sort of study it and have Dax study it. Then the Kai came up and kicking off her fuss and all that, that demanding it back. It. So he let her take it back, but then he destroyed it. So this is it. Bloody either. Kai. This is either reusing a prop that they've had lying around for 20 years, or is there some greater significance to the fact that this is a Bajoran artefact directly linked to Cisco? And we know we're doing a story about time travel. Cisco is currently existing outside of time. Well, well, when Cisco vanished, it said that he um, could back, that he would be back, but it might be tomorrow, it could be. Like, ten years from now, it could be a hundred years in the past. Exactly. And yeah. it just come back. This is another one of these that, you know, I would absolutely love to see Avery Brooks back as Cisco. That would be amazing. But I, There has been rumours, haven't there, flying around yes. that he may be coming back in as a small role. But not, in, not a series like Kate Mulgrew and Patrick Stewart. Yeah. But that he will be making an appearance... In a, the back a of time my travel, mind. A, a time travel story would be perfect. Well, it would. And but... I heard rumours that a butterfly net was seen outside Cisco, like, uh, Avery Brooks' <laughs> house. <laughs> I love that guy, but he is the only person who I've ever seen out batshit um, uh, Shatner. Oh, like, yeah. you know, just those I two mean, that... in the <laughs> That interview is just absolute magic. I mean... I felt really bad for Shatner in it, and usually I feel sorry for whoever Shatner's interviewing. But... I, swear, I swear they were having two completely different interviews, but Shatner was completely into it. Shatner was genius in that, as was Avery Brooks. Yeah. Like, God knows what the hell he was on about, but it was lovely. Oh, definitely it was. But, yeah, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking that this is just a prop that they flung in there, maybe to represent the fact that Picard's oh, into archaeology. But the problem is, if they've done that, you're really dicing with death doing this to Star Trek fans. Like, there's no way you can put up an existing Star Trek prop in a trailer and we will not recognise it and we will not work out what yeah. it is and we will not speculate. I, it, it's got to be there for a reason. And I, yeah. I'd, like, I'd like to think that in some way... The prophets are going to be linked into all See, this. See, that would make perfect sense. I mean, we'll we'll talk about it a bit more in um, when we watch the second trailer in a few minutes. But if time, let's face it though, it's not like that, like that prop would just be around thirty years later. They had to found that. There's no way that's going to unless it's a bit of to fuck with us, which would be me. I I, I imagine that uh, they've just recreated it. I, that's why I I, I, I imagine yeah. that prop. I imagine that prop was probably thrown away at the end of that episode of DS9, or at least when production of DS9 ended. Yeah, I would have thought so. Um, I mean, it'll take someone with a much keener eye than us, but somebody needs to look and see if this is damaged the exact same way as the one from the episode. You know, is this just a smashed tablet, or is it that smashed tablet? 
somebody needs to um, find that out for us and let us know. But as I say, we, we've not really got a, a side-by-side comparison. Um, Paradise Lost, is that significant in any way? I mean, that's the, the fall of Lucifer, isn't it, from heaven? into into hell and is that metaphorical maybe from Picard's fall from grace but we we explored that pretty much as yeah. much as but what about Q's fall from the continuum ah even better yes I like that idea could this be a Q who's outside of the I mean he was always on rocky footing on the yeah. fringe yeah, so that's it, why it sets it up so perfectly. Like his history is set up for him to be at odds with his people, who are gods themselves. Yeah, I think that's much better take on it, and I hope that that is the case. That'd be is. Could it be Q coming to Picard for help with something which he? It wouldn't be the first time, but yeah, I think that maybe the, we're going to see a grander unraveling of time of some description. Not just when he says the end of the road, uh, less taken. Yeah. How about if kind of it's the like Q's trial has taken on life of its own. Now the continuum have taken over from him because they like, yeah, the trial was a nice idea, but you've got too close to your subject matter. We're going to end this human race ball. And like somehow Q's giving him a chance beyond it his people. Could absolutely be that. Shall we take a look at the second trailer then, which does give us a bit more than the first one. So we're back at the chateau again, but... So I'm guessing this is the real chateau. This isn't the hollow recreation because he's looking for the the Romulans. Yeah, like I think what's happening here. If you want to pause it a minute. Yeah. Or, like I think what's happening here is this is that whatever's happened where time has altered. This is the point where he's realizing it. Yeah, he's and got... I think that as this trailer goes on. We're actually seeing all of them at this point, and I, I think literally the crew of the Lacerina, or however it's pronounced, the Macarena. Something has happened. Something has happened on that ship mm-hmm. to them, and they're the only ones that know that things have altered. Yeah. So th- this is the classic: our heroes on their ship are out of normal space time somehow. So everything that happens yeah. happens around them. Yeah. Just a thought which occurs to me in this instant. Now, when we last um, saw Q in All Good Things uh, in Next Generation World, they were flashing forward to a time much kind of around the time zone we're in. Mm-hmm. What if this directly, yeah. what is the, if this is somehow an after effect of what they did back then in real time, in could the time be. which it related to? Yeah, it could be. Yes, if this was... If this is the time when the anomaly would have been created, but it's not been created, maybe that's had some huge traumatic impact on the timeline. Yeah, I don't know. So, yeah, I mean, obviously, it's great to see Q again. And just the look on Patrick Stewart's face there, they've still got that chemistry between them. And that's clear, even yeah. though we get very little interaction there. It's like... That is the face of a man who is really annoyed to see someone. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, if Picard here has just realised something has happened, everything has changed around me, fucking cues here, what have you done? <laughs> but on the That's other hand... It says, that look says, oh, for fuck's sake, I'm like 100. What the fuck's happening? Yeah. Oh, cues here, for fuck's <laughs> <laughs> But... On the other hand, you know, Picard's been through a lot of space-time anomalies and problems, and the ones that Q has been involved in have generally been easier to fix than the ones that Q has not been involved in. So, in a way, I'd be quite relieved. I'd be like, well, Q's here, and I know I can outwit Q, so we'll be able to fix this. Can he outwit you when his knees are going at his age? But uh, one thing I do know is... (laughs) Well, yeah, because he's an android now. That's true enough. Well, we've got the Picard, uh, it's got his combat on, yeah. which last we knew he wasn't back in Starfleet or anything. So yeah. maybe this talks to some of the changes. Maybe so, yeah. And well, we're going to see some more of that later in the trailer. But you're right, it's not the La Serena combat there, is it? It's the. That's no. uh, the Arrowhead. The Arrowhead, That's indeed. Starfleet. And then Q. 
which great to see John Lance John Lancey back again. Like once again, he's just got that sparkle in his eyes straight away. It's so good to see people how easily they slip back into these characters. But also, um, I just do have to very quickly because uh, when we last we spoke about Q returning and uh, Elliot said something. So wait a second. Calling it the Q was going to age himself up to mock, uh, up to mock Picard. My hat is off to you, sir. <laughs> yeah, uh, we've actually got a, a picture here, and um, I've put together, and we've got how Q aged himself in all good things compared to how he looked yeah, here. If you want to put that one up, James. Yeah, we've got a comparison there. So this is real old Q so and the, fake old yeah, Q. Yeah, on the on yeah. So like. There's been a lot of people complaining about Q being aged. and But why weren't they complaining in 1994 when he did it in All Good Things then? Yeah. And also, what I would love to have seen is him come on with the wild eyebrows and the wig and then going, ah, maybe a little bit of a haircut. <laughs> and he just makes it Which he, he might well I, do. I've, I've got a feeling that we're not actually seeing the start of this clip. No, I don't think we're getting Q. the full scene. I, I've yeah. got a feeling that we're going to see him at first appear how he was. Yeah. And I think they'll have used de-aging on him. But they don't want to, it cost a fortune to do it through the entire yeah. two, six, six episodes he's going to be in. So we'll go from de-aging and he'll see how John Luke's aged and he's going to age himself to fit in with him. Yeah, I mean, you have... Yeah, the... yeah, he comes out of the shadows, like, as young Q, going, oh, you're old and expected, and then... And then changes, yeah. Because, yeah. you, like you say, you've got that line where he says, you're older than I expected, so I think that'll be the, if you'll pardon the pun, the cue for him to change his appearance again. Yeah. So let's see what else and... we get then. So we're back at Starfleet Command, and we've got Picard... In his admiral's uniform there that we saw in several of the flashbacks, but yeah, so we see the different races which are currently in the uh, Federation at that time. Yeah, like we we've got which is odd because we've got got the Ferengi Bajor and the Klingons added into the Federation. Which yeah, yeah. I mean the the Ferengi bizarrely the Ferengi are the ones that I find least likely out there. I suppose. Rom took over as Grand Nagus, so there's probably been a bit more... It's probably a more progressive well, Ferengi now than we've seen well, before. I think I think this is all part of the time change. Ah! Because Picard is back in Starfleet. Pa Picard hasn't left Starfleet. So you think this He's is... part of Starfleet still. You think this is Picard now rather than a flashback? Yeah, I think this is Picard right. now. And I think, I think part of what's happened is that... Time has been altered, so for whatever reason, Picard didn't leave Starfleet. <clears throat> yes, that would be my. Well, I think I, I think whatever's happened, I actually think whatever's happened has happened hundreds of years before this. Right. I think it's actually a long way oh. back that things have changed. So I'm with you. And I, I think, think Q gives us the. So if and Q gives us the clue for that, if... when he says this is the road's not taken, because he's talking about the theme song. From Enterprise. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, it's the And there's been road. lots of uh, speculation that we're getting Captain Archer back. And I think the Enterprise that we're going to see when they do it properly is the NXO-1 with its refit. Oh, that'd be interesting. <laughs> yes, that. yeah, I'd be up for that. So, if that's the right scenario then, Elliot, and that's what's going on, does Picard know that time's been changed, or is he yes. having to play along with it? He knows it's changed, but he's having to play along. Right. Well, and I think Q is. I think Q is off to put them on the. Is off to be moving them around places and through time to fix what's gone wrong. Okay. And I think that's going to be the whole premise for the oh. two seasons. I'd love that for because me, we got them. We got them clips linked where we had seven of nine and Raffi, mm -hmm. and it looked like they were back in the twenty first century it on the sort yeah. of modern, a futuristic bus to us. Yeah, and it had that um, poster on the side of it about taking a space flight and all True. that booking booking your trips on the space flight. So, like, we've got that new uh, badge, haven't we? That looks like it's got mod sort of modern-style roads like a spaghetti junction. Yes, that's the... 
possibly the most confusing aspect so far of the promotional stuff, but we'll we'll take a look at that when we're done. Squee, did did you have something? Yeah, you see, I'm definitely seeing this as being the um, maybe the altered uh, reality Picard, if we will. I think the races. I think they are saying that those are the races which are in Starfleet. Now, I think it would be just really interesting to show that that over the time which we've been away, things have evolved. Some different mm. races have joined in. That's always been the mission of Starfleet, of course. Even the most unlikely of people become allies. I think I kind of dig if they did that thing which they did in um, in All Good Things. Maybe again doing that that extra bit of fan service, welcoming us in by saying, like, Picard, to begin with, is getting confused, like he did when he was jumping through time. Right. He starts to begin with, it's like, um, he starts doing something, he goes, wait a minute, what the hell's going on, as he did in that earlier clip. So I love the idea of maybe, maybe even stepping between the two realities, and he's got to make one the, the dominant reality. So we we see, um, I know we haven't got to this bit in the trailer yet, but we see Stone uh, <coughs> of Nine rubbing where her Borg impulse yeah. So maybe she's starting to feel those changes as well. And oh. they're kind of getting pulled between these different realities. Maybe you chuck in loads of different realities to it because that's time being unstabilised. Yeah, I mean, I'm wondering if it's a case of one of these things where history changes around everyone, so nobody knows what's going on, but maybe Q snaps Picard out of it and goes, I need you to fix it, so I'm going to make you aware of the real timeline or whatever. Um, and because his history of being taken through time by Q, maybe exactly. that's something which makes him more aware of the changes to it. Yeah, else. possibly so. So then we've got, it starts cutting really quickly and we get a bunch of different characters. So we're seeing, we got Rios there and he looks like he's wearing a Starfleet. Yeah, and if, you, well. if you look at all the Rios clip, he sort of looks down at his badge as if he's shocked to see it there. Yeah, but... And, and if you look at um, if you look at the chair, the chair's got a Federation delta on it. Right. So but, it's like it's a Federation ship. But he's on La Serena. And wasn't Rios? Rios does have the history of. Um, of he something. does, yeah. So it could be what if Rios didn't leave Starfleet either? I mean, my big theory on this is that this is pretty much that two-part episode of Friends where. It starts in the coffee house, as many episodes of Friends tend to do. And I think it's something like um, Rachel's ex... Uh, the guy who Rachel left at the altar is getting married again or something. And Rachel Barry. says... Barry, that's it. And Rachel says, like, oh, what have happened if I had have actually married him? And then Ross says, oh, what have happened if I never got divorced? And... Joey says, what have happened if I uh, didn't leave Days of Our Lives? And so on and so on. So they all come up with one what if. And then uh, they say, oh, can you imagine if all them things happened? And then it goes into the credits. And and then we get two episodes, basically, of alternate universe episode of Friends, which probably shows that your sitcom's maybe been running for too many years that you have to start doing <laughs> stuff like that. But it, it was a pretty good two-parter. But I'm essentially wondering, is that what we're getting here? So is it going to be, what if Picard didn't resign? What if Rios didn't leave Starfleet? What if Seven never became part of the Borg? No, I think, I think, I think what we're seeing here, I think that we all seen the, we're seeing the different, that whatever's happened to alter things, we're seeing the, all the crew are realising that they're, that they're in an altered timeline. All right. these things are happening at the same time. Okay. Yeah, I so think you... you get one Nexus event which causes all this, and Q, knowing that this is the people who Picard is with at the moment, they're all kind of like um, brought into his kind of like circle of people who are allowed to know what's going yeah. on. Yeah, so we've got Sergi there. Uh, well, we assume it's Sergi. It could be Daj if it's an alternate timeline. Um, but strangely enough, if you go onto the cast for Picard now, mm. it has it. Um, she's listed as Daj. See, that would be so interesting. Just, yeah, yeah. You see, I think she's like extra perplexed because, as far as she knew, she's been dead the last year or so. Well, that's it. So that that's if it's Daj. But I'm wondering if it is Sergi. We could have pretty much the same character arc again because this could be. Soji not knowing she's an android and then she has to deal with that again. So, yeah, I don't know. 
And like when we have Girati there, that looks like she's in prison. And it has been said that she was off to hand herself in for murdering yeah. Maddock. And there's a little kind of like um almost like a tea upside down tea on the combat there. Yeah, it's almost like the medical cross, but yeah, it's more like a, a sword or I wonder. I mean, yeah. could, could it's he, not quite. Um, it's not quite mirror universe, but it's getting that way. To not me. for Lumber. You know, you're saying it's not quite mirror universe, but them gloves that um, Rios is rocking there are quite. Yeah. Oh, oh, guys, guys, guys! And if you've got like these unlikely allies to the Federation being in the Federation, such as Brangi and Klingons, mm-hmm. uh, militaristic and um, commercialistic. Like, if they bring those elements, which usually wouldn't be Starfleet in, maybe we have crossed into the Mirror Universe. Maybe, or something similar to the Mirror Universe, even if, yeah, maybe the Prime Universe is becoming more more mirror-like. In the future, in the, future of the Mirror Universe, maybe the, um, the sword head is part of their emblem. It could be, yeah. And then we finish with mm. this sequence with Seven of Nine, and it's... It's very cleverly shot, this, so they deliberately don't show that part of her face. See, what? what's that there that she looks at? Well, that's another badge. Is but it? it doesn't look like... Yeah, it looks like another form of badge, but it doesn't look like a badge that we used to. I'll tell that, you to me, looks very borgish. Yes, it does. It also kind of looks like, from this angle... It looks like that spinning top that Leonardo DiCaprio's got in Inception. So, I mean, maybe we're doing a, a crazy crossover here. You never crossover. know. Yeah, it could be a Borg symbol. It could be... Yeah, I wonder. But it's, she's definitely in something, whether it's Starfleet, whether, yeah. it's, whether it's Borg fleet, whatever. But then, obviously, the big reveal is that she doesn't have the... The implant on her face, so there's a lot. And she's going shocked in by that it. One. Yeah, and and that's why I think that it's all of them sort of becoming aware at the same time that they don't belong in that reality. On that Borg ship, which was kind of uh, separated from the, the Borg hive, and they were kind of trying yeah. to um, live out a peaceful existence. Maybe in this alternate universe, that's the symbol for them. Maybe they've gained some independence. Maybe then you set up the stakes of it's not quite as simple as if you put everything back to normal, mm-hmm. everything will be better. Maybe this is a casualty they would have to have to do that. So maybe like the card has to go to seven and nine and she has to sacrifice what would have been the golden version of the timeline for those people, but not for everyone else. That way you get to bring him back in um, Egypt and uh, the and Hugh. Oh gosh, can you imagine Manu Interimail be like, <laughs> really pushing himself to return to the role of Echeb. Like, yeah, you know, but they recast him, didn't they? <laughs> they did, and I, I don't think he was best pleased about it, but um, you know, maybe he'll get another crack at it. I mean, it's not like he showed public support, support for disgraced actor Kevin Spacey or anything. You know, I can't imagine what he did that <laughs> might have put them off uh, hiring him again, but um, you never know. So let's have a look at the poster then. So, yeah, this is... Because I don't think there's anything in those two trailers to tell us that we're going back to the past or, you know, the present no, for us well, or the future for us, but the past the, reason the characters. I, the reason I'm thinking the past is that we had them leaked photos yes. and we've avoided them since. And you're quite right. Like, this picture, uh, for anyone, obviously, who's not watching live, it, it's the poster where it's the Starfleet Delta, but it's made up of freeways effectively like spaghetti junction yeah and that is a very modern look and the cityscape we can see on the horizon is very modern i'm sure people who are more familiar with american architecture can probably identify the city it doesn't look like new york to me and that that's pretty much the extent of my knowledge i'm going to imagine it's um because normally we get san francisco don't we yeah so, yeah, probably San Francisco. May I, may I offer something? Because for me, all this makes me think of is whenever they do the Q continuum, it's always a metaphor for the continuum. True. Like the Civil War or it's something else. And this maybe is a, a Q-style metaphor. Maybe Picard gets to go here to the spaghetti junction of timelines. 
Ooh. And like this is the metaphor he uses to exemplify what what the hell's going on because these roads are all out of whack. Like we're able to travel between one to another because it's all messed up. Yeah, and that'd tie back into the the road not taken idea, which is, <clears throat> I mean, it's a reference to a poem by Robert Frost, which you know it's a very well sort of known, uh, particularly in America poem about uh, basically it's a guy traveling and he sees two paths one of them's more trodden than the other one and he chooses the other one i think if i'm remembering it correctly so he chooses the less trodden path but so that would imply that we're we're having someone making a choice in terms of which road we're going to go down, which ties into the idea of, you know, does Seven of Nine have to sacrifice something? And that's obviously your classic thing that you get in your time travel stories, isn't it? You get you get a glimpse of a better world, but you have to give it up for, for the greater good. So who knows? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. You, Harry Kim may have made it back to Starfleet, but what mm. about the rest of them? Yeah, well, well, there it looks like she's not Seven of Nine. It looks like she's Annika. Mm-hmm. And it looks like she's married and she's obviously never... Her parents didn't take her to the Delta Quadrant and she got assimilated. Yeah. She, she's had a happy life wherever she is. But or, then... or in this, again, if we're going down my idea of like it being uh, she's from that bullshit, uh, which they've reclaimed, maybe because in this timeline they've managed to do better work with uh, reassembling them back to look human. Yeah, I mean, maybe, yeah, we, with this timeline, we treat the X-Borg better than we did in the original timeline, and we, we help them quicker. I'm wondering if they've never even met the Borg. That'd be interesting, wouldn't it? Because then if that... So much, if, so much has, if so much has changed that um, Q never even flung the Enterprise D mm. across to, to introduce us to the Borg in the first place, Ah, so, here's a thought. And, and I, that's why I'm thinking that whatever has happened, I and I'm looking at these roads and the look, I'm not going to say it look like our time, maybe 50 or 100 years from now and we'd still have roads and and that sort of infrastructure. Mm. And, and that take us to sort of like enterprise time. Like, I wonder if, it, I wonder if the road not taken is that we took care of Vulcan's advice. And we didn't take the Klingon back. Ah, possibly, possibly. If it if it's some as obscure, well, that though, I, I think Starfleet like doesn't that. exist. But surely that's the reason why well, Starfleet, Starfleet exists. Because we Starfleet exists, but it's grown in a different way mm-hmm. because it didn't have that where they went out before they were ready. So, yeah, we waited when they until... went, went out. The way and the were ready, then. and we... that's why you've got the Ferengi a part of them and. Like we maybe still have capitalism on on Earth within the Federation. That's maybe. why the Ferengi are part of it. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Yes. I mean, my my kind of what if for this was because we're seeing so much of like yeah, Picard in the uniform, all these other people. Uh, like yeah, Rios is part of Starfleet. I'm wondering if this is what we see when uh, Picard didn't make the decision uh, at at the beginning of the like when they do the flashback of Picard mm. um, throwing his toys at the pram. Maybe he capitulated. Maybe he stayed within Starfleet. Yeah. What happens yeah. if he doesn't make those decisions, which then gets a first officer to leave Starfleet as well? Yeah. Like, all those people stay in Starfleet. You've got the Borg don't get the assistance or, you know, don't get the help in the same way that they got previously. Yeah. You get, um, like, you know, because this uh, the whole series one was based on the idea that Picard had made a mistake. But what if, in this timeline... There are actually some things which are better as well as some things being worse. Maybe him... Oh, yeah. He, he keeps on saying all the way through, oh, my God, I shouldn't have done it. I, well, well, after about halfway through, he realises he has this come to Jesus money. Yeah. He shouldn't have stepped down from Starfleet. And Q has always been about showing Picard uh, how wrong he can be about stuff. Yes. And we have that episode Tapestry where you get to see what would happen if he didn't get stabbed in the heart by the uh, Norskin and he didn't have that fire in his belly. I think he needed the fire in his belly of standing down to then be in the right position to put things right later. Yes, I think, I think so. this would be a wonderful opportunity to show that he needed I, to do what he I, did. I'll tell you what will be nice in all this, because like we, it's strongly hinted and it very much looks like time travel is going to be a big part of the next two seasons of Picard. 
It's been hinted that um, Q is going to be in Strange New Worlds to sort of set up the events of Picard. So hopefully we may, could we be getting um, a Picard and Strange New Worlds crossover episode coming that up? That would be interesting, yeah. Like it doesn't have to be all, everyone from Picard goes back in time to the no. Enterprise with Strange New Worlds, but a couple of them onto, <laughs> into it. And putting something right in that time, and that there's maybe little nudges that have to be made all over the place yeah, to I put mean, the timeline back. The the thing with having, you know, three different live action Star Trek shows now in three distinct different timelines, the fact that we've got Q, he is the character who can bridge all of that if he wants to. Yeah. So. yeah. I always thought it was a great mistake where you do have these different times for uh, Star Trek. You had the ultimate uh, opportunity in, uh, like, when they did Enterprise, of mm. having a future crew travel back to the past in a current show. And I think it was such a missed opportunity they never did anything like that. And now we get the opportunity to recognize oh, yeah. that. That's why that I, I think if you're going to be doing time travel and you've got three live action shows, they might not go as far. They might not put him in Discovery. Mm-hmm. They might. I think they might just let Discovery do its thing. Because I still think Discovery will get this season coming up and one more, and that'll be it, five seasons, and it'll go to movie. Maybe. But I think that it's all there for Strange New Worlds. Yeah. Well, I've just come up with a theory now while we've been talking. What if the thing that has changed in this new timeline is that the Q Continuum have decided to remove Q completely, rather than banishing him from the continuum. Maybe they decide, right, we've had enough of your shenanigans, Q, now. It's gone too far. We're going to remove you from history, and therefore Starfleet don't meet the Borg because Q doesn't do that. Seven of Nine doesn't become a Borg, and Picard's life becomes very, very different because Q has been there at all these critical junctures in Picard's life. And Mm. going, like you were talking about, going further back in time, we know that Q's interfered with mankind's history time and time again. So pretty much any change you can justify within the storyline by saying, well, Q wasn't there to intercede at that that particular point. Yeah, or to stop it happening, or whatever it might be. So um, maybe it's something like that, but then Q being Q, he somehow manages to escape from it and escapes to find Picard to basically try and get Picard to save him from completely could, being so He maybe can't do anything himself anymore, but he can send other but people. He needs, yeah, he needs he tells Picard him what to, to do. do it somehow. Yeah, I don't know. But... Um, no doubt we'll find out quite soon once we move on to um, once we actually get season two, which I think it's starting early next year. Is it now? They've said uh, they've said twenty twenty two. I'm I still think we'll get Strange New Worlds first. Possibly, yeah. I want them all now. Um, I can't wait. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think they've said we recently. know why it, we know why it's all delayed, but I think. Like, we're going to get Discovery first, aren't we? Yes, it's looking like... it. Well, like, they've said Discovery is going to be back end of this year. <laughs> like we said uh, a few episodes ago, I think we're going to get one of the animated shows, then Discovery, then another animated show, then Strange New Worlds, then Picard. But I think, I think, it, I think how it's looking, because of delays to production due to COVID... That we'll get both animated shows first, then we'll go Discovery Strange New Worlds, Picard. And it wouldn't surprise me if the shoot in both seasons of Picard, because originally they said there were... Originally, Picard was going to be three seasons. Mm. And I think they'll stick to that. And I think whatever's happening in this two two seasons is going to finish the story of Picard. Yeah, I think so. One way, one way or the other. And I think... This is where they've said that they wouldn't do the Section 31 until one of the others finished production. So I think that'll go into production when Picard finishes. Yeah, that would make sense. And they'll have kept... um, 
and they'll have kept Michelle Yeoh on a contract because they'll have told her this is happening. What show have we got actually uh, coming up next then? What's the next, the first one? We're not on? certain. Do we know when? It, it, it looks Well, it's like either going to be Prodigy low, or um, Lower Decks. My money's next. on Lower Decks because I'm pretty sure I heard they were eyeing up a August release date for Lower Decks. Ooh. Um, they were also eyeing up an August release date for Prodigy. Yeah, so, so yeah, it could be either right, or. I, I, well, or Double if, Drop? I think I, I think we worked this out, didn't we? That if they do the two animated shows starting roughly August, mm. it'll run to when they're planning to start Discovery. Yes, yeah. It would so they may they may be going to that where they may be holding the animated ones back, and I'm sure that they could probably run with one of the one or the other now. Yeah, I wonder if there's maybe a, a an idea that with the where they've got low deck returning for a second ser- series, which was so popular. I know, obviously, there's uh, more people who are adults who can cross over from Lodex to Prodigy than the other way around. So maybe they yeah. just want to launch it for that one-two punch. You know, you get those people <laughs> who are into Lodex who can also watch um, yeah. Prodigy, and you also get that completely new young market for that. Absolutely. I think they may be going to trying to doing what they wanted to do, where you'll literally have new Star Trek every week oh, all year I long. Live with and that. they're holding oh, back the release please, of the please. first one. So that we can fall into that. Yeah, I mean, it certainly wouldn't surprise me when you look at things like what um, Disney Plus is doing in the minute. They, with all the shows they've got announced, they seem to want to have a Marvel and/or a Star Wars show pretty much every week of the year. Again, COVID's delayed a lot of it, but when you look at the slate they've got coming up, the sheer amount yeah. you like. Even if they're only six episodes apiece, that's going to be... So there's no reason to suspect that Paramount Plus wouldn't want the same kind of thing. And yeah, Star Trek I, is I their Star big Trek. gun. Yeah. I want Star Trek to become like the Seven Bridge. When they're done painting it, they just start going back the other way again. When we finish yeah, talking, I, the we just go back. Well, if, if you've got five shows running and they've got ten episodes per season, because we know... Uh, Lower Decks is 10 episodes. We know Prodigy is 10 episodes. Mm-hmm. We know Strange New Worlds is 10 episodes. So it's not a long stretch to imagine that the other two will go to 10 episodes each. No. That's 50 weeks of the year, which gives you a Christmas break and another break. Yep. <laughs> and that'll do yep. for us. Um, <coughs> which well, in America, I imagine, would be Independence Day or something possibly, like that. Possibly, yeah. Something around that. Well, we'll start wrapping it up then, guys. So any last... Thoughts or theories on Picard? What a gold major Star Trek to be in. I mean, how fantastic. I think what I love about this and breaking it down with you, good gents, is that uh, we've come up with at least four different versions of the show, which I'd love to see. And we probably <laughs> yeah. will get an amalgamation of them. And hopefully, just please don't do a Picard series. Yeah. Please. Like, they've shown us so many ideas of fan love in this that if they then miss that mark again, it would just, just dash my uh, middle-aged heart. Yeah. Like I honestly think that, I honestly think that the shooting Picard season two and three, we know the shooting them back to back. Yeah. At the same time, and I think part of it is his age. They, they want to make sure yeah. they've got it <laughs> in the bag because he's not getting any younger. But do us the fan service during these two yeah. two seasons. We know we've got Whoopi Goldberg back. Yes. We've probably got Geordie back. Give us something with Beverly. Give us the fan service of all these different people. Bring Avery Brooks back to show us why the Bajoran tablet's on his table. <laughs> yeah. Bring Archer back for his little cameo oh. appearance. And let's face it, I mean, but, look, the, the, one, like, the one show, I don't mind when they reinvent things, but in every other Star Trek, they've done things which are based on the other things so you can see that continuation, even if it's very different. Like in Discovery, they just showed us a whole new future, but you could feel it was based on the future we knew. And Picard, the one series where you don't, where you need to do that, and they didn't. That's the one series where they made yeah. everything completely different. Yeah. Feel like, uh, like if if they give us two seasons of pure fan service, mm-hmm. great. I mean, yeah. I will... and I know there'll be a whole, I know there'll be a whole load of the community that'll go, oh, they're only doing this for fan service. You've complained for two years. That's what you want. <laughs> yeah. Good. I mean, I I would Once like to see it. Have to copy. I would like to see it strike a bit of a balance. Like, I'm absolutely up for fan service, but I want 
a really good original story that we've not seen before. I yeah. want to. I want to see. I, I want a. I want a good story. Like they showed us in season one in um, what was it? Nefert. Nepenthe. Nepenthe. That the Candring legacy characters oh, definitely. back in exactly. a great way. They've I shown mean, us they like... can do it and it work within the story. So do that for us. And I feel like um, like the, the Discovery is a perfect example. Again, they showed us a completely new world, a completely new story. It was not derivative, but it was built on what we know. Mm. Like that's what Star Trek needs to be. You need to feel like it's Star Trek. With Star Wars, it's the same thing. There is a certain world existing and um, Mandalorian just did a fantastic job of sent, showing us something yeah. new but built on the world it already existed in. And that's what this needs to be. Yeah. And fingers crossed it will be. Um, Dr. Squee, what have you got coming up on the Dr. Squee show? Uh, tomorrow, 8pm till 10pm on the, the Bear.live uh, here in the UK time. Please check out local time zones. Uh, tomorrow we've got uh, one of my favourite uh, one of my fellow DJs from the Bear, um, Gems, joining us from the new Feel Goods music show we've got to um, to talk to me for a little bit. We've got Eddie Pence, fantastic American stand-up comedian. And the big question of the week this week, um, if I can remember it, is, oh, yeah, what was the first thing which made you feel like an adult? So join us and send us some new suggestions on all the social medias. Just look up the Dog Squeeze show. Thank Excellent. You. We'll look forward to that one. And, yeah, I think that about does us for this week. I think we had... Some other stuff we were going to do, we were going to play like a what-if game and whatnot, but I think the Picard trailer, there was more to get into than we even we expected there. We kind of so. did. We kind of did what it was we went. Yeah, we, we may come back to stuff like that further down the line. And obviously, <laughs> the very second we stop recording here, the Strange New Worlds trailer will have dropped. So <laughs> we'll, we'll have to come back and do another one of these. Oh, please but... do. <laughs> I'm, oh, yeah, I'm dying yeah, yeah. for a Strange yeah. New Worlds trailer. But, We've had two Picard trailers now. But for right now, the 70% finished Strange New World. <laughs> no, they're, they're holding it back. They know that's the one we want to see. But um, <laughs> right now, though, let us know what you think. You can message us at RetrekPod on Twitter. You can email us RetrekPod at gmail.com. Or you can come and join us on Facebook. And thanks for trekking with us this time. We will see you next time on the retrek. Thank you. Bye bye. Thanks.